You're listening to Mature Allure. Here, we chat about self-care, relationships, careers, and all the things living a mature life includes. I'm your host, Sherry O. Welcome. Hi, Ashley May. Hi, Sherry. It's so good to talk to you. I'm going to introduce you because I attend um, Advanced Dermatology and Cosmetic Surgery for Skincare. You guys are fantastic. So... Today, we are talking to Ashley May. She's a cosmetic care consultant from Advanced Dermatology and Cosmetic Surgery. Um, Just kind of go in and tell us a little more about yourself. So I'm an esthetician and laser practitioner since 2011, uh, currently doing the consulting at Advanced Dermatology, which I absolutely love. And I spent many years really just developing my craft and then extending my knowledge to others. Sounds great. I know I love you guys. You guys are great. Um, I wanted to talk to you because as people get older, I'm going to say everyone, as everyone gets older, their skin changes. So I just kind of wanted to talk to you a little bit about some preventative measures, why that happens, what causes it. So we'll start with ingredients. Um, Why are skincare ingredients important? Basically what you put on your skin, why is that so important? Well, like you said, our skin is ever-changing, and we are very susceptible to our environmental factors, and that can change our skin or cause trauma. So skincare really is important to help protect and prevent certain things, as well as our overall health of our skin. What are some favorite skincare ingredients or some ingredients that you suggest we use as we get older? Absolutely. So there's so many, but a few favorites. Uh, My number one is going to be vitamin C. It's all about the glow, the protection that it gets you from future pigmentation. It's anti-aging. It's rich with (laughs) antioxidants and is also very brightening. So let me ask you, when you say vitamin C, you're talking topical, but does it, is it okay if we take it like we Take vitamin C tablets. Does that help or is it just topical? So really, it's just topical. Anything that you take orally is going to help the health overall, but only internally. So if you want to see something, you're going to do something topical. Okay. Um, so vitamin C helps with premature anti-aging. Like, Can you break that down a little bit more or... Absolutely. Um, Vitamin C is already going to help to brighten the skin, but its protection is really from the sun. So it's going to protect you from infrared rays and free radical damage, uh, where our sunscreen is the UVA and UVB. So it's really a partner to our sunscreen. So that is also how it's helping to prevent future pigmentation by protecting us from the infrared rays and then the free radicals that we produce in our body naturally only causes damage when they're released and they're released when the sun touches the skin. So the vitamin C creates that barrier reflection of that ray so that it doesn't release our free radicals. So can you share with us a little bit about what can cause premature aging to the skin? There's a lot of things that causes premature aging. Um, Really it's, our environment, it's sun, 
it's our diet, it's sugars and processed foods, it's alcohol and drugs, stress, genetics, a little bit of everything. Okay. So when should someone consider starting to use an anti-aging cream? Because I'm going to be honest, I use them sporadically and I wish, I guess I would have started earlier, but I'm still wondering at my all of 50 plus years, um, should I start, should I be using them? And if so, what kinds? So you should start in your 20s. That's when you can really start your preventative maintenance. I'm late, but go ahead. Because <laughs> okay, you look great for your age. There's a genetics play in there. <laughs> I'm very late, but okay. Um, as far as what you should be using now is still the anti-aging. We want to work on building our collagen, you know, helping with ceramides and peptides and hyaluronic acid, things are going to plump and hydrate the skin and build that collagen. So we're not thinning in our layers as much, um, but starting in your twenties. Okay. So you did bring up collagen. So let's, let's jump to that. Cause that seems to be this rage. I see it all the time on Instagram, people drinking collagen and it's supposedly doing some things. Does it do anything? Should I be drinking it? <laughs> I didn't think so because I couldn't see a difference. No, so t- a lot tell of us a little bit about that. So when people are taking anything orally, like I said before, it's only going to help the health internally. It's not going to do anything to the surface skin. So collagen in your gut, sure, that's great, um, but it's not going to ever reflect in your skin. And anyone that actually says they see a difference, it's the placebo effect. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so if somebody starts taking an anti-aging cream, when should they start? Well, somebody like, let's say me, I'm not talking about, like you said, you should start in your 20s. But if you, if you don't start in your 20s and you start 40s, 50s, because you see some lines or, you know, whatever, when should you start seeing a difference? Typically about start? the three to four month mark. If you're using any product, you want to wait at least 12 weeks to see a result, maybe a little bit more. Okay. And if um, you start in your 20s, not only will you see it that way as well, you'll also see it more in your 30s and 40s because you just don't look your age. Okay. Do you have any suggestions for any anti-aging creams? There's a million out on the market and you can get very overwhelmed by that. Um, my personal favorite skincare line is Revision. They are scientifically backed, proven results. Um, everyone's a little bit different, so it's going to depend on what you're wanting to target, but everything in that line is amazing. Awesome. So for your anti-aging, it's your DEJs. And in the revision line, DEJ stands for dermal epidermal junction. So the epidermal area of the skin is the surface layer. Mm-hmm. Then you have your dermal junction. So sorry, dermal layers. The junction is where they meet. As you age, that is where you're getting your fine lines and wrinkles because that junction is going into disrepair. So those products are meant to go down deep into the skin, target that junction and repair it from underneath to alleviate the fine lines and wrinkles. So there is eye cream, daytime face cream, nighttime face cream, and then a serum, which is my new favorite. (laughs) Well, I was going to ask about the eye cream because that's another thing. Um, I guess you should start using an eye cream at the same time you should start using um, anti-aging cream. Yes. But the eye, the eye cream, what exactly does it do? 
So depending on the eye cream that you're using, a lot of them are only going to be safe for under the eye and not safe for the eyelid. You really want to find one that is safe for the eyelid. And the reason for that is the skin is so thin that it can actually get into your eye and damage your retina. I did not know that. So do you, so will it tell you on the label? Like when you get an eye cream, will it say that it's safe for the eyelid? Not usually. So how do you know? You have to ask a professional. Wow, that is crazy because you see them over the counter all the time, of course, and you just assume I have used them and I assume that I'm supposed to put it all around my eye and that's not the case. No. (laughs) So misconception. So then let me ask you this. If I were buying an eye cream from, let's just say, a CVS or a a drugstore. Are those the ones you typically should not put on your lid? It really is going to depend on the ingredients in it. I think a lot of over-the-counter are not going to have enough ingredients to be harmful. Um, But it doesn't mean that it's tailored for the eyelid either. Okay. Wow. Now that is something. That's kind of thrown me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So because you work... Primary, because you work in a dermatologist's office and with cosmetic skincare, which I have gone to get a chemical peel. I'm getting another one in a few weeks, which I absolutely love. I was very shocked by it. It was my first time getting it. Um, but even my husband noticed the difference. He was like, oh, your face looks smoother. So that was encouraging. That was very encouraging. Um, Especially what, when a man notices. Exactly. It, not just a man, a husband, because usually they don't notice too much. <laughs> yeah. But um, so. What rule or rules do you wish clients would follow? Not to necessarily make your job easier, but just for the overall skincare health of people who come into the office. Consistency, number one. But hand in hand with that is sunscreen. Please, please, I don't care who you are or what skin tone you have. Apply sunscreen. And reapply it every two hours. Really? Yes. Sunscreen is only effective for two hours. So, wow. So then, because I'm, again, mm-hmm. this is probably why I'm in there with you guys, because I haven't <laughs> been doing what, like you said, consistency. I haven't been doing what I'm supposed to do. Um, so sunscreen, is that solely during those summer months, spring, yeah. summer, or is it year round? Year round, even on overcast days. So when you think you're not getting sun because it's overcast outside, well, what it is, is there's moisture in those clouds and rays of light reflect off moisture. So all those rays are just bouncing everywhere and you're actually getting more exposure. Ooh. So is there, I know there's the whole SPF, like what's recommended or does it depend on your complexion? Nope. Uh, This is across the board. As long as you are between 30 and 50 SPF, you're fully protected. Anything under 30 is not enough protection. And between 50 and 100 is a 0.03% difference. Doesn't matter. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So we were talking a little bit about, you know, like I got the chemical peel and I know you guys offer different types of skin rejuvenating services and things like that. What are some suggestions? I know it depends on your skin, but like the basic, if somebody was coming in, their skin is in average to decent shape, but it's maturing. 
what what would you su- suggest they start with? I would start with a platinum hydrofacial. And then I would either recommend our Versa Viva treatment or our Cool Peel. Okay. I think I have done the hydrofacial. I have done that. That was really good too. Yes. That was shocking. <laughs> <laughs> that was shocking. So um, I guess the next thing, how, how do you stay current and up to date? On what, because things change so often and there's so many new, and I know a lot like with technology, there's so many things that people can do and can have and put on their face and services. How do you guys stay current and up to date and know what's best for who ever? It's a lot of research. Um, For me in particular, I am always including myself on webinars. I get my emails and information from all the aesthetic reps in the industry and me being in it for so long, I have a lot of contacts. So I'll attend every single webinar, try and get as much information of new ingredients, whether it be topical or something that we need to try or not try internally. (laughs) All the research on that collagen. That's fun. fun. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, there's the seminars that I get to go to, which I absolutely love, as well as social media. You follow all the greats, you see what's popping up and If I hear of anything new treatment-wise, then I do a little bit of research. I look for before and after photos and check reviews. Hmm. So if someone were interested in getting involved in, you know, being an esthetician as either a second career or a new career, what are your suggestions for them? I'd first want to ask what side of aesthetics they want to be in, because there's so many opportunities. You can be in be on a cruise ship. You could have a spa in a luxury hotel anywhere in the world. Um, Med spas here. Uh, You can do sales, training, and then there's the medical side. Um, So it really just depends on which way they want to go with it. But my personal recommendation is always going to be the nursing side. Uh, If you are an aesthetic injector, then you have an amazing income. You have the ability to work as you please. You can travel if you want and job security. Um, But if you're not willing to do the nursing and you just want to do aesthetics, the main thing is to continue on and get your laser license. But that is dependent on what state you work in. Um, You will not get into a medical position without a laser license this day and age. Um, Georgia is the state with the highest requirements, but every state is different. So then just as some extra, what are, because like I said, I know I come in there a lot, like what are some of the, what do you guys see most and most often? I know I asked you, what would you like clients to follow? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you guys see most? What kind of skincare issues? Uh, pigmentation or lines and wrinkles. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, I know this was short and sweet. Um, and I want to thank you. I really do. I, I wanted to have you on the show because I love what you guys do. I always get great answers when I come. Like I have questions. You guys try and do what's best. Nobody just forces any kind of service on me. It's like, okay, let's just do this or rethink this. This might be better for you. So is there anything else you would like to add or tell the audience about what they should consider when they go to see either somebody in dermatology? or if they're looking for some kind of cosmetic 
facial surgery type? So definitely go to the professionals. Um, there's a lot of med spas around. And if you know what you're wanting to get done, go there. It's great. But if you really need a professional opinion, then I would go to a dermatologist or a plastic surgeon and seek out an esthetician. You're going to get the best type of knowledge through them. And most of us are going to try and educate and not sell. We just want the best result. Exactly. Well, thank you, Ashley. I appreciate this. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mature Allure. For more information about us, visit matureallure.net and get social with us on Instagram and YouTube at mature.allure, Facebook at For Mature Allure, and Twitter at mature underscore allure. Till next time, we encourage you to stay positive, embrace who you are at every stage of your life, and always tap into your mature allure. Oh,